Welcome to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it. Call now, 994-1017. That's 994-1017 to get into all the action. Now, here's your host, David Swope. Good morning. It's Saturday morning. That means it's time for the New Mexico Motorsports Report. I'm your host, David Swope, and we'll be talking about automotive and related motorsports activities around the state and on the national scene. Whether it has two wheels or four asphalt or dirt track racing, off-road or park and shine, we'll be talking about it. It's New Mexico's only show devoted to motorsports-related activities here on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. And a state fair that got cranked up this weekend, including um, the uh, state fair parade, I guess is going on right now. So uh, uh, joining me is is my buddy Robert Shea. How you doing this morning, Robert? Good morning, David. I'm doing great. So we've we've been in a few of those parades. Yeah, uh, getting up early and taking the cars out and stuff. Um, I mean, do you is that is that the official kickoff for the state fair? Well, I, in in the past it has been, but I'm. To, here to tell you that they actually opened the gates on Thursday. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and so this is the kickoff, and generally this is what the big event is for the weekend. Well, and and you came in this morning, and we had a little welcome sign for you. I saw uh, that. What, what's what's it like being on the same side with uh, Jim Holzman? <laughs> I mean, the the, the legend, the uh, Albuquerque longtime Albuquerque High basketball coach. Yep, he that's pretty neat. Uh, he's a little older than me, but uh, <laughs> he's he's been around the the uh, sports scene for long time a long long time and he's very well respected well i appreciate you uh coming in and helping us out with the uh, live lot tigers event calendar we'll get to that um in just a minute rj is uh still out of town uh but uh joining us hey is uh is dan the man behind the glass uh looks like you're uh, representing tennessee this morning a uh, big game yeah man go vols they're playing pit today uh they're gonna whoop some uh whatever pit I don't know what they are. Do they even play football, college football in Pittsburgh? I don't are we, know. Are we talking the Panthers or are we talking? They might be the Panthers. I, oh. I really don't know. <laughs> it is. It is. Well, well don't don't accidentally, uh, you know, uh, mix up the SEC or the SEC uh, like I did the other day about, you know, big matchups and stuff, you know. But, um, you know what's weird? Did you hear in, in the break before we came in, Dan, um, that there was an announcement about, like, some baseball games. Are they still playing baseball? Oh, man, we're getting into the cooler weather. We're getting into the end of the season. You never know what's going to happen. The Braves just took a one-game lead on the Mets. The Yankees are losing their lead over the division. It's it's the best time of the year we got football and baseball all at the same time. Well, and we're going to talk a little bit of, uh, later about a big announcement uh, coming to your, your old stomping ground at uh, North Wilkesboro. <laughs> Um, but I always think about how, like, different, you know, sports and different teams and different things try and make announcements over big events for other sporting events, including the NFL started this week. Um, the Bills, I mean, that Josh Allen didn't miss a beat. Um, if it wasn't for the wonderful Patrick Mahomes, um, it probably would have won a Super Bowl uh, against a team that they just trounced. Uh, but, yeah, on the same day as opening the opening game, for the NFL, a big announcement um, with NASCAR uh, that got me thinking road trip. As a matter of fact, I, I sent you a text, and uh, 
So if if we were to go there, I, North Wilkesboro's not very big, Dan. I mean, where in the world are we going to stay? I mean, they've got their share of hotels in Wilkesboro, but just down the mountain, about 45 minutes, my parents live there. Oh. So so we could always stay there. We, uh, if we go 45 minutes up the mountain, there's Boone and uh, plenty to do and plenty to stay up there in Boone. Well, it sounds like it's a party to death, uh, which, which, by the way, was really cool. He sent us some uh, clippings out of the paper um, of the announcement when North Wilkesboro reopened. So I think that uh, we might be able to drag the whole family down there. Um, but only 18000 So, Robert, I was thinking about this. I mean, you know, I mean, we have a solid, or when we ran the track, we had a solid, like, 800. Um, on a good night, we might have 1,200. This thing only seats 18000 Can you imagine trying to jam all of these race fans um, into that for an all-star event of all of all things? Well, that's one part of it, but feeding them. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they got to eat something sometime, and I, I can imagine the lines are pretty long trying to just get a burrito or whatever they serve over there. Right. Well, and, and, and Casey's going to join us a little bit later, but talking about um, what was going on uh, out at the No Coast, uh, also all those people going to the bathroom um, could potentially be, potentially be a problem. All right, so let, let's clean up this show a little bit, and let's talk a little Lock Tigers event calendar. Um, of course, there's a lot of big things going on. Last weekend, Lyle Greenberg set a new track record um, out at Albuquerque Dragway uh, during the uh, Labor Day bash um, in his Nitro Funny Car. Uh, forgot it off the top of my head. I want to say it was like a, 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 a 483, um, four, uh, 484. Uh, but anyway, uh, that record has finally fallen. Um, he has won uh, five races, I believe, this year. Um, or, or over the last calendar year, if you will, um, one on quite a roll. Uh, but there is a streak to strip going on tonight. Uh, gates open at six, uh, goes to about eleven o'clock. So if you want to go out and test and tune for some upcoming events, um, including the um, the uh, um, some really good events coming up um, at the end of the year, uh, Roswell Dragway. Now Roswell uh, is running. Um, they're running the Roswell Auto X Summer Nights event. Now it's kind of cool how. They look like they're kind of trying to work schedules together with uh, Albuquerque um, and with Roswell. Uh, but if you want to go catch some dirt, um, going on is the Fall Frenzy um, out at Sandia Speedway with uh, Wing 360s, X-Mod, Street Mods, Cruisers, uh, Flat Track Motorcycles. Um, Gates going to open it to racing at 630. Um, Robert, yes, it sir. is 11 seasons now that they've been running since since we we built that track. Are you kidding? Yeah, no, I mean it, it's shocking. Um I know that when when we were building it there was there was so much discussion, you know, between um I've got a one-year plan, a two-year plan and a three-year plan. Um now kind of looking at it, you know, 11 years in. Um does it surprise you a little bit? I mean that it's still going? Does it, you know, I mean, I know you're a dirt I know you're a dirt guy, so you definitely had some plans. Well, uh, uh, yes, uh, for 11 years since we started that project, it's it's come a long ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of events, a lot of nice shows. There's, you know, there's a lot of good things to say about it. So I, I personally, you know, pat myself on the back, and I hope you pat yourself on the back. I think we did a very good job out there. Well, I think that... Um Considering that uh, we didn't necessarily have a, a lot of supplies, we bought things as we were going, um, and everything, and the, the shareholders 
Uh, some of them were happy and some of them weren't. Um, but any any time that you know the the gates open, and of course there is a lot of talk out there. I mean, I'm not going to get into all the different talk about you know Charlie leaving. You know, somebody's going to buy the track. Tracks for sale. Yeah, the, this is the way I would put it. The track has always been for sale. If somebody walked over with a bucket full of money, I'm guaranteeing you that that track's going to get sold. Uh, it doesn't happen. Um, you know, what, what's the old adage, Robert? Uh, if you want to make a little money in racing, start with a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. I, and, and, and one more thing just to add to that. And the shareholders are starting to get become older. They're become pretty Oh, come on. We're getting older? Yeah. I mean, look at all that gray hair you have. That's what I'm saying. And, <laughs> and they're probably just, you know, trying to cash in to some degree. And so selling makes sense. Well, and, you know, like, I mean, I always grew up, everything was for sale for the right price. I mean... I could come home and, you know, dad says, hey, we're packing up and we're moving, uh, sold the house. So, I mean, it's, it is what it is, but at least there's, there's an asset there. And of course, we're going to talk a little bit later. No Coast Drift, uh, was last weekend and, uh, 12th, I, I believe. And, uh, Dan Brockett's going to be on, uh, Casey James is going to jump on, uh, jump on. He was out there. Um, still got a big smile on his face over the event. So a lot of neat things that are still going on. Uh, but we got a whole lot more coming up on this calendar, so definitely, definitely stay tuned. We're going to talk some uh, North Wilkesboro. We're also going to talk about a big win for the 43 last weekend um, in NASCAR. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. Hey, Albuquerque, this is Brian Erlacher. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. New Mexico's finest sports bar, as voted by the Albuquerque Journal's Reader's Poll, is at Sandia Resort and Casino. The Sandia Sports Bar has 50 TVs to watch your favorite teams, and you can take advantage of their delicious full menu. There are 24 cold beers on tap, including a large selection from local New Mexico breweries. Now open at 2 p.m. on Saturdays and 10.30 a.m. Sundays for college and NFL football. The Sandia Sports Bar at Sandia Resort and Casino. Close to home, far from ordinary. Team Talk on 1017 The Team. Put a guy on second, just get him in, and move on with the game. It's supposed to make these games go quicker, but it hasn't worked. Whatever you want to do, if you want to take, you know, one of these games that they play in between half innings at minor league ball, like if you want to have one guy from each team do dizzy bats and see who wins that one, and then that team gets a run, so like set it up to where there has to be at least a run if we're going to do these extra inning games anyway. Team Talk, weekdays at 4 on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. The Supreme Court ruled that student-athletes may monetize opportunities for the use of their name, image, and likeness. Hello, New Mexico. Jamal Masburn, Jr. You all know me as Bash. I appreciate all the support you give us here at New Mexico. Thanks to all the fans and thanks to 505 Sports Venture for providing an NIL opportunity for student-athletes. See you guys in the pit. For information about NIL here in New Mexico, visit 505sports.org. That's 505sports.org. Hey, Albuquerque, there's never been a better time to get off the lawn. The Water Authority has increased its Xeriscape rebate. It's now $2 for every square foot of turf that you replace with desert-friendly landscaping. You'll enjoy lower water bills, less maintenance, and an attractive yard that's in harmony with our desert climate. So get off the lawn with a wallet-friendly move to a desert-friendly Xeriscape. Restrictions apply and plans must be pre-approved. 
Visit abcwua.org for more information. A message from the Water Authority. Do you need superior concrete with fast and reliable delivery? You can count on me, Julie, owner and operator of Roadrunner ReadyMix. We are the area's most trusted provider of ready-mix concrete. Roadrunner uses the highest quality mixes for every project. Whether your project consists of foundations, porches, sidewalks, or large office complex, I have your project covered. Try our colored concrete for a decorative, sleek look. It's Roadrunner ReadyMix, and we deliver where you need it and when you need it. 891-0100. Albuquerque Dragway's 2022 season is off to a fast start. At Yearwood Performance's Street to Strip, you can bring your car out for street legal drags and test and tune time trials for only 30 bucks. With over 50 events, including two all-out call-outs and thrilling side-by-side action through November. Go to abqdragway.com for a 2022 schedule now. Real Outlaw Door Slammers, Top Cop, Super Pro, Pro, Sportsmen's and Junior Dragsters. The 2022 season is underway. Don't miss a single minute. abqdragway.com. See you there. abqdragway.com. Hey, race fans, this is NASCAR team owner, Coach Joe Gibbs. You're listening to David Slope on New Mexico Motorsports Report on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. And uh, I hope you were watching uh, last week and watching some racing because that Xfinity race uh, was fantastic. And I keep telling you, um, you need to be watching Xfinity uh, because a lot of great racing going on. Uh, Noah Gregson got the win there when uh, two cars got together um, uh, on the final lap. Um, but huge win. It had been 55 years since the 43 uh, went to winner's circle at Darlington. 55 years to the day. Uh, here's some audio from Eric Jones. Of all places to do it, Eric, you put the 43 in victory lane at Darlington. What does that mean to you to put Richard Petty in victory lane tonight? I get a hat. (laughs) He told me I get a hat if I win. But, uh, man, Richard hasn't been to uh, victory lane at Darlington probably since he last won here. So, just awesome. Just so proud of these guys. Petty GMS, the Focus Backer crew. Uh, Man, we've been so close here and there all year. I didn't think today was going to be the day. You know, it was going to be a tough one to win, I knew, but no better fitting place, man. I love this track. I love this race. And on that trophy twice, man, I was pumped to be on it once, but having it on there twice pretty cool. i got to ask you about the final few laps. How in the world did you hold off Denny Hamlin, and how much were you driving out of the rearview mirror or the windshield? Well, man, I was focused forward. Honestly, that's the calmest the calmest I've been in the race car going for a win ever, really. I think back to the last time winning here and was driving my guts out and my nerves were pounding, my stomach was hurting and today it was just you know business as usual and uh just feel good about this track and knew Denny would run me clean and knew it was going to be tough for him to pass you know it's tough to pass all day and we got a good restart there but uh and so proud of everybody just <laughs> what a dream come true that's all you can say what sort of redemption is this for you eric let go by joe gibbs racing these guys took a chance on you they put you in the 43 now you put them in victory lane well i mean uh i, I never lost any belief in myself through any of it i knew i could still do it I, and i just knew we needed to pro- grow the program to do it and 
And we have. We've, we've, we've brought on a lot of great people in the last year. Dave Ellen's called a great race today. His, his first cup win, that's pretty cool for him. So uh, I'm excited, man. We've been talking about this day a long time, and it is redemption in a lot of ways. Very fitting that it's here at this race again. You know, I felt like this was the race that saved my job the first time around, and uh, coming back here with this win, I guess it puts you back on the map. You seem almost like you're in disbelief yourself. Well, it's <laughs> had a lot of good stuff go our way. You know, we got the lead there with the 18 losing a motor, and like, man, we got a good shot if we can just get clear. And you know, we had a good car. We just weren't quite with the pace of some of those guys up front. I knew we took the lead. I'm like, man, 20 laps, I can just run hard. And those last two, I was, I was losing the balance a lot. I'd been running really hard, but uh, it was, it was just enough. So, uh, just really proud. How about that, Darlington fans? Eric Jones, a two-time winner of the Southern 500, puts Richard Petty, Maury Gallagher in their first year as Petty GMS in victory lane in the Southern 500. So that's awfully cool if you think about it in the context of things. Uh, 55 years to the day, uh, seven-time champ um, Richard Petty with 200 NASCAR victories now has 200 victories as a team owner. Um, that's that. That says a lot. And, of course, it is cool. I mean, I don't know if you all saw on social media when he got the hat. Uh, but he's now got one of those iconic cowboy hats, uh, just like the king. Um, speaking of kings, basically uh, NASCAR's uh, most favorite driver, Chase Elliott, um, finished last, dead last, as a matter of fact, went from first to ninth in playoff standings uh, with with coming away with no points. Uh, Joey Logano is now your points leader, which... Is probably making a lot of people um, unhappy at this point. Ryan Blaney, who got into this whole, uh, got into the whole playoffs with just a three-point differential, has now moved up to sixth. Uh, but when you put it in some context, uh, the week before at Daytona, the number three went to Winter Circle um, at Darlington. Now, which is now until next year with North Wilkesboro coming back, um, Darlington is the oldest current uh, racing track. Um, on the circuit, uh, but with the 43 getting the victory there. So if you're if you're into numerology, so all of those of you that don't like math, you can just go ahead and tune off for a second, okay? Uh, but you've got so who's gonna who's gonna win this weekend? You got the 43, right? So that would be all three of the seven-time champion car numbers will have won back to back to back, right? Um, or you've got the 21, which is you know a historic number with the Wood Brothers. So as a historian yourself, or a beast living a lot more history than anybody else in the room, Robert, um, what, what are your thoughts? I mean, do you, do you think we're going to see the 21 or you, we're going to see the 48? Well, I I think both of them run pretty well. Yeah. Uh, they're they're both very competitive. So it's a, a flip of the coin as to what, you know, they may do. But it would be pretty neat if you got a, another seven-time champion car which is the f- number 48 yep that would be a pretty neat deal right there all all in out into itself so i i'm looking forward to it well and of course that's uh driven by uh alex bowman um uh, alex bowman out of arizona so uh uh be pretty cool he raced with a lot of um our our local kids um so let's let's go on to the the, the big announcement now of course you know the uh the football season was starting on um, Thursday night, big game, and of course the announcement Thursday morning was because there was a little talk. I'll give you just a little bit of background. North uh, on North Wilkesboro, the whole plan was originally they ran a race, and they ran a couple of races there, 
uh, reopen it, and they were gonna they were gonna tear out the asphalt. They're gonna put a dirt track in, right? But but you know the, the nothing was happening. Everyone's like, well, what's going on? And then all of a sudden, it got these rumors. And so here's the audio of, with Dale Jr. on um, what's happening with the All Star race at North Wilkesboro. I know that a lot of drivers are be excited to know that um, the intention is to keep the original asphalt. Um, that was one thing. As soon as people started hearing rumblings about this, that was the number one question that I got. It's a lot of fun to race on that old surface. That original surface really makes for a, a great racy uh, experience. And um, I can't wait to get behind the wheel of a car again there one day. And I know that that's got a real possibility now with this, with this uh, revival. So thank you all. Thanks for everybody that had anything to do with this. I mean, Marcus, uh, a lot of people are sitting here today, sitting out here in the crowd. We did have a ton of volunteers that put a lot of effort in to get the racetrack ready for this, this past month. There'll be a lot of work that needs to be done going forward, and there'll be a lot of people that will be um, uh, need to be credited for that uh, progress uh, so that we can raise the standards and we can give the fan the experience that they, they expect when they come to, to, to Marcus's racetracks. Um, North Wilsboro is going to remain um, historic, and it will remain authentic, but uh, it will also be modern, and that will be a great thing to see. So I'm excited to see the progress, all the things that will be happening there over the next couple of months, um, the, 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 the uh, rebuilding and so forth. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch, and, and then to finally go there in May. Just uh, can't get here fast enough. So, Robert, this is a great day to have you in. Um, to have this conversation. Oh, no. Because when you take a look at, at what's happening with NASCAR, and um, they're reaching back to their roots here, too. They're they're trying to repair some fences of, you know, basically when they went to the cookie-cutter mile-and-a-half tracks, right? Um, and, and, and they're trying to make that bridge. And to me, Dale Jr., this is why he is so amazing. I mean, he, he, he had a good career, not as good a career as his pops, Everything that he went through with, you know, his his father dying in in a race and the whole bit, um, and to see that he's still a kid at heart, right? Because he goes out there, um, basically cuts the weeds down so he could they could map it for eye racing, right? So that people could run it, and he, you know, does the whole series with the old tracks. And yet, what, one of the things I've heard immediately is like, oh, well, that surface is just going to tear up tires and eat up tires. Now, we heard that, I mean, I heard that from Dan Brockett as well. He had a post, you know, about no-coast that, you know, it's a cheese grater out there, you know, and it just destroys more tires at Sandia Speedway than a whole season at other tracks. And I know you and I, we went we went through all of this stuff when we were out at the track. Is there any, any, any vindication for you at all, you know, when you hear, you know, like these historic tracks and, you know, and, and, and understanding that, Dude, there's a place to race. I mean, why do you guys always get in our face about this? Well, and and that was interesting because I thought about that when he was talking about the surface out there at North Wilkesboro. But he was excited. Yeah, he said let's let's go let's go have fun. Let's go tear it up. I he didn't say that, but mm. but that's kind of what's in the back of his mind. And and you're right about the fact that we had a surface. We had a place to race. If this is what you chose to do. You need a place to do it. You don't have to travel hundreds of miles to get to a facility that'll race, let you race. Right. That's what was. That's the vindication part. 
is more that than anything else. Well, the other thing I kind of take away from that is there's two sides to the house, and that's how that's how we ran it. Yeah, I didn't I didn't ask you how to build a track. You know, I was just like, um, I'll go get you some money, and you see what you can build, right? And um, but but without fans and without excitement, and and think about the excitement. I mean, I I, I texted Dan. I was like, dude, road trip. You know, I mean, I, I had you know. I don't know anything about the track. You know, I mean, I, I remember the races there. Of course, I've seen Days of Thunder, you know. So, um, you know, so clearly I'm an expert. But um, but I'm just thinking, <laughs> now I'm excited. But then I'm also thinking, everybody's excited. I'm not going to be able to get a ticket. <laughs> and, and I'm with ESPN Radio, and I'm not even going to get They're going to be like, no, remember what you did at Bristol? You know, when you got all mad in the PA. You know, so anyway, well, um, you know, that's a whole other story. But, you know, uh, but it, the excitement. There has to be excitement, um, or people don't want to come out. Well, I'm going to not change the subject. I'm going to change the subject matter. When we built that racetrack, which you you know you've alluded to, uh, we didn't know what it was going to turn out to be like for the fan mm. experience or for the drivers or anything like that. We had sold out <laughs> right. bleachers and uh, over a hundred cars in the pits and. Everybody was excited, which is what you just said. You know, every, when you, they get excited, it doesn't matter right. whether you're eating a, a racetrack burger or a hot dog. <laughs> Come on. The Speedway burger, you got to admit that we made was pretty good. Okay. I mean, it had green chili. It had bacon. It okay. had, it, I mean, it had everything. Okay. You know, and of course, I mean, really, if anybody's had a Martinsville hot dog, there's really nothing special about that. <laughs> I mean, you know, but you're, it's where you're eating it, and it's who you're eating it with. Exactly. And so. So anyway, um, on the other side, we're we're going to talk with uh, Dan Brockett and Casey James is going to join us. Uh, Casey was there, and of course, Dan. I mean, I remember when when Dan showed up and he had that idea. I mean, we we were still out there, and we would have these drift events till like you know midnight, and these kids would just walk in out of the dark. They wouldn't even come in and to the back. That he is the Pied Piper of of drifting here in New Mexico in the all Southwest. So stay tuned. We'll be we'll have it all on the other side. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 101.7 The Team. Hi, this is Martin Truex Jr. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on ESPN Albuquerque 101.7 The Team. Hi, this is Al Unser, four-time winner of the Indy 500. You've been listening to David Slope of the New Mexico Motorsport Report on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. All right, welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. And uh, Labor Day, a uh, lot of big things happen in Labor Day, but the one in New Mexico is the no-coast drift. Uh, probably takes about a whole year to put this thing on, and it is my pleasure to have Dan still alive and having survived. Uh, Dan Brockett, how are you doing this morning, Dan? I'm pretty good. How are you? Wow. <laughs> you sound like you're still tired. Um, I'm well, doing, I am. I'm, it's it's a, it's a week long recovery process. Absolutely. Well, well, tell us all about it. I mean, I, I hear that that you maxed out um, on cars that came out and participated. 
Yeah, we did. I uh, I set a limit this year because I only do the event with me and a, a few volunteers. Right. And so last year we had around 162 cars. And so I set a hard limit this year of 175, and we ended up at 185. So now. <laughs> wow. How, how do you manage? I mean, well, you just got through saying that it's you and a couple of volunteers. I mean, this this event is epic. I mean, it's, it's probably now one of the single standalone races at the Speedway. Um, same facility, but it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Um, I mean, gosh, how do, how do you how do you manage? I honestly don't know. I think it's a lot of self policing by by my guys. Like they they're there to have a good time. They know I'm here to have a good time, and they don't want to they don't want to jeopardize what we've kind of built over the years. And so I think there's a ton of self policing that happens. And uh, like I couldn't do it without good guys that are drivers also that <laughs> self regulate because I can't be everywhere at once. Well, we, we've got Casey James who is uh, out there during the event uh, joining us this morning. You got a question for Dan? Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's up? All right, so let's see here. Uh, so this is the the eleventh or eleventh no coast drift, right? Twelve. Twelve. Sorry, twelve. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I'm a little mixed up. Uh, <laughs> so how how so this is twelve years, one every yeah, year. Yeah, twelve twelve years, one every year. Gosh. All right. Uh, so let's see. Uh, so how did how did no coast start? Like wh- what was what was uh the plans behind that? <laughs> um. The- the the very very beginnings of No Coast was I had gone out to some out of state events in California and one of those was called All Star Bash and mm. it was kind of the same thing um, but at Willow Springs uh, they had the the reins tied a little bit more then it gave me some ideas for doing it at our track um, I never planned on doing anything like that and then I ran my first season of events and like twelve people showed up. And I owed the track like sixteen grand. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> and uh, at the end of the season, I threw a hail mary in the form of trying to organize a, a bigger style event to, in the hopes that it might pay that off. And it worked. <laughs> wow. so, hey, sometimes yes. des- desperation um, is the thing. I I was actually thinking maybe you lost a bet. Um, that, oh, that, you know, that somebody and you know because I I know Whiskey Garage. I mean the 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 name of your your business and you know uh, the ultimate promotion of the event um, has the word whiskey in it. So I, I kind of sometimes wondered, you know, I mean, what bet did you lose? You know, to to be thrown yeah. into this thing. Yeah, no, no. Luckily, no bets were lost. Uh, this was seriously just an act of desperation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, tell us. I mean, because there's a lot of sponsors and there's a lot of other um, people that that are involved to help you. Um, I mean, really be able to put this thing on. Um, what are some of the the, the you know the uh, sponsors or you know the the specific people that come out and really uh, really need a need a attaboy from you? Um, big time attaboys. We we've had three guys that run the store line. Um, and you can hear my voice is still raspy. It's because I'm still recovering. Um, uh, my start line guys have been literally volunteering to run the start line. So they run it for three days out in the sun. Um, it's, it's nuts. Uh, Jeff Marquette, Bubba Price, and Gerard Jacinto. And they've been volunteering to do it for the last eight years. So. Yeah. 
Um, we also have Charlie Fagan, of course. Um, I, I don't know if he turns a blind eye while we're out there. Um, but for him to allow us to do this is pretty insane, just on its own. Um, of course, Mike, the guy that has to clean our mess up. Right. Afterwards. Um, they keep the crack, the track clean. They keep the trash emptied. Um, we had a little bit of a sewage fiasco this year because there were so many people. We kind of overran the system. Um, but that, just kind of happens when you're you're not prepared for <laughs> what what descended upon you. Uh, we had Valino Tires, which is a, a main sponsor of mine, come out. Uh, they brought a driver from Japan. Cool. Uh, his name was Abomun. He's kind of a uh, iconic guy in the drift world. He's been doing it since '93 in a in a Skyline GTST. So he's real. I guess you could say OG. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we have 10 Tents Motorsports. They've been keeping my car running, doing all my maintenance. They changed my tires, which is a big thing. And then we've been actually going in and doing a little bit of traveling this year um, with them. So that has been a fantastic help for me because i got a lot going on, and right. I couldn't drive my car if I had to do all of this stuff and work on it, too. So Shay and Scotty from 10 Tents are a major lifesaver for me. Well, and this this is what happens a lot of times is um, you have a passion because you're a driver. Um, you end up getting involved on the promotion side, and all of a sudden you can't drive your car anymore. Um, so I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. I was cu- curious. I mean, congratulations um, on the birth of your first child. How, how are you balancing that, the, the, the family life and uh, the craziness it is uh, Officer Dan Brockett? I have no idea. This year has been absolutely insane. <laughs> we just got, we had to move our business to a building last, the end of last year. This year we had a kid right away, bought a house this year and did a TV show. Wow. Plus the drift season. <laughs> this year was, this year was absolutely nutty. Well, a uh, little, little crazy for you. I mean, your your, your wife is amazing. Uh, I'm going to tell yes, you. Yes, yes. You know, she, I mean, she she is she is the best thing that could have ever happened to me because there's absolutely no way I could do any of this without her. Well, uh, speaking on the new TV show, um, runs good. Motor Trend. That's exciting. Uh, I just watched the the new episode yesterday with the Skyline. Oh, nice. Uh, Tell me about how how it how it's been uh, shooting that TV show. I mean, I had probably just about as fun watching it as you've been making it. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, so it kind of came to be. I've been pitching pitching ideas to many people for many years, and finally somebody bid on it. We came out and we shot a pilot. We did a head gasket on a 350Z, and then took it out to the track. Um, they liked the pilot and then they were going to shoot us a whole pilot season. So they did six episodes. Um, it was basically an episode a month. We had six day shoots and they were like 15 hour days every single day because we're not cool enough like the other shows to have a B team that comes in and rescues us when things go south or works all night to get stuff done. It was just us. Um, so the show's pretty real. <laughs> There's no scripts. The only thing that's premeditated is us having to order parts, and that screwed us up a bunch of times throughout the season because the parts didn't come in anyway. Um, but it was a lot of fun. It's cool to kind of have New Mexico have its own little little TV show.
know, we don't know if we're going to get a season two yet. Um, that just kind of depends on how many people watch the show. Uh, but I think the whole premise is just three car dudes having a good time in a garage without a lift and rescuing other people's projects and making those things go do what that other car was supposed to do that the, the original owner just let it sit on jack stands or something where would people where would people see that dan um it's on motor trend plus so they have a streaming app right now it's like five bucks a month they have a seven day free trial so if you wanted to watch it binge watch off all, all six episodes <laughs> cancel the free trial now it's the time to do so because all six episodes are out um otherwise it's going to be on uh cable tv at the end of october okay i believe um so like october 28th i think is the is the release date for that. And I don't even, I don't have cable TV, so I don't even know what channel it's on, but whatever <laughs> Motor Trend, whatever Motor Trend's right. TV channel is, it'll be on at some point then. Well, hey, how, how is the best way for people to connect with you? Uh, usually on Instagram or Facebook, it's Officer underscore Dan on Instagram, and then just Officer Dan Brockett on Facebook. Well, what, what makes me laugh about that is that a couple of things you mentioned in this interview um, and I mean, of course, is um, maintaining your own equipment. Of course, uh, was it uh, motorcycle uh, drift car battle two? Um, you you talk somebody into letting you on that that historic track, and then you end up um, rolling your your two forty. Um, I mean, you know, it's like you know, you almost need you know a cleanup crew, uh, Dan. And I, I mean that in all the most positive ways, of course. <laughs> no, that's just that's just me. If you're going to have me involved in a project, there's going to be some sort of excitement, drama, heartbreak, or choice D, all of the above. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for uh, waking up. Um, uh, good luck on your recovery. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe a couple of months from now we can talk about whether there's a no-coast 13 or not. Um, yeah, 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 we will do. I know the, the track is uh, Charlie's leaving as of December 31st, so if anybody out there wants to take over the lease for the racetrack, now is the time. Well, there, well, there you go. I'm sure it's everybody's dream. <laughs> yeah, sure. everybody who's never been out there, because uh, that's that's a serious job. But hey, Dan, thank you uh, for coming on this morning. Really appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate you guys. All right. Well, that's that's uh, Dan Brockett, Officer Dan. So many different names. I mean, um, Casey. I mean, he he is the Pied Piper man. I mean, you know, you, you, you kind of wandered out there because I mean, did did you actually first learn about Dan on YouTube? Oh yeah, I watched the drip motorcycle versus drift car battle too. Uh, I think actually my dad showed it to me years ago. <laughs> yeah, um, that was before I even recognized Dan. But then uh, I had come out to No Coast Eleven with my friend Jordan, first time I ever met Dan, and uh, I looked at the video again and I was like, oh, and everything started falling into place. Well, the crazy part is in the first one. I mean, we you were out there too when we were running the track, uh, Robert, and in the first one. Um, uh, Dan is like you know like at the at the finish line back when he had big curly hair and stuff. I mean that was a little crazy. All right, well we we got some more law event calendar we got to do on the other side, including there's some car shows going on this weekend. So stay tuned. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 1017. The team. Hey Albuquerque, this is Denny Hamlin driving number 11 FedEx Express Toyota with Joe Gibbs Racing. You are listening to New Mexico Motorsports Report on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team.
Hey Albuquerque, this is Joey Logano, driver of number 22 Shell Pennzoil Ford, and you're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio Albuquerque 1017. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. All right. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. And as promised, uh, we're going to uh, talk about some car shows uh, coming up on the Law Tigers event calendar. I want to start off, actually... Um, at the state fairgrounds with Mopars on the Midway. And, uh, Robert, you've been to, you know, many state fairs, probably worked a few too as well. Um, I, I gotta admit, one of my favorite parts is, is the car show, um, at the, uh, at the Midway. Yeah. And it's, uh, on Main Street. The cars are all parked, you know, the way that, uh, you would, you would park at any car show and, there's wide open spaces, and you can just walk up and down. There's trees. There's shade. There's food. It, it's a big, big deal to have to have the car show at the uh, Expo at New the, Mexico. Mexico. Absolutely, State Fair. Yes, right, right there, right there on the street. Um, so, also going on actually tomorrow, cars and coffee at Rust is Gold uh, Coffee Shop from nine to noon. Um, you also got the Four Corners Old Car club show going on 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 brookside park in farmington uh from nine to three um and uh wanted to wanted to mention i mean this is the 25th annual run to hillcrest rod run show and shine uh open all street vehicles in clovis new mexico um they got food raffles hot wheel races valve cover races cornhole tournament um robert why, why have we never done a hill climb uh at sandia <laughs> well, we had the hills when we had the motor uh, motocross track out there. Well, okay, we we did we did have that, but uh, <laughs> but 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 Jimmy Glover is is always talking to me about, dude, we got to do a hill climb. Yeah, well, we we, we got to do a hill climb. Yeah, well, they it it's 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 an old school thing. Yeah, and and so Jimmy Glover would be the one to yeah. <laughs> to promote it. Uh, I, I was going to ask a question. Yeah, valve cover races. Yeah, have you ever been to a valve cover race? I have, uh, I have. That's pretty matter, neat. As a matter of fact, I, I had to explain it to somebody. I, I think I had to explain it to Spencer. You know, like what? It, no, no, it, it, I forget who it was, but it was it was somebody, and it was basically like a, a Pinewood Derby um, for old dudes with parts sitting around. Yeah. So you got a valve cover, and you throw some wheels on it, you decorate it up, uh, put some weight on it, and then because, as I said. It, one guy's got one, another guy makes one, the race is on. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and it's the promoter that sells the soda and makes all the money, by the way. But you know. uh, Yeah. <laughs> you said that. and But it sounds like a neat event. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like an amazing event to go to if you're in that area. Well, if you want to see valve cover racing, um, October, uh, October 29th, we're doing the Hooters Car Show. We're bringing back the Spooktacular. And um, I'm going to reach out to the Mopar group. Um, and see if they still have that valve cover track, um, and see if they want to come out and participate in cool. that. So uh, we'll do that. But let's 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 do talk a little bit of racing. We talked about Sandia Speedway, uh, but we didn't talk about Vado Speedway. Now, of course, Vado's not running this weekend. Uh, Vado is running next weekend. Both Vado and Alien. I don't know if they go to the same promoter or whatever. 
Uh, but both of them are running a first responders appreciation night, uh, both tracks. Uh, so you can check their stuff out. Uranium um, is not racing until next week either, uh, either. But going on tonight, you can go up to Aztec, and I think it's like their 60th anniversary race or something. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, Spencer Hill is is up there racing. Uh, was at a wedding, not his own, but he was at a wedding um, in Grants on Saturday on Friday. So he's going to trailer it on up there um, and run. He's going to put the, uh, um, uh, I believe he's got the wing on the car. So he's been going back and forth, you know, week on, week off uh, with the wing, and then they'll go back to. Uh, Vado Speedway next weekend, and they'll be uh, running out there. But uh, a lot of cool things going on. As a matter of fact, going on this weekend um, is the final race for the IndyCar season for the 2022 season. And this is the first time the battle for the Astro Cup. Uh, is it, It's a Laguna Seca, and you've got five guys that still have a mathematical chance. Uh, right now you've got Will Powers with a 20-point uh, lead over Joseph Newgarden and Scott Dixon tied. And you got to worry, when Scott Dixon is within... You know, sniffing distance. I mean, he could win his seventh championship uh, this year. Formula One. Now, I qualifying started when I started the show, so I don't know who won qualifying. But the battle was between uh, Leclerc and Verstappen. Hamilton's going to start at the back of the race. This is the Italian Grand Prix at Monza, another one of those historic tracks that I would definitely like to go to. Seventy fifth anniversary for uh, for Ferrari. Um, in that race, they got uh, added some yellow to the uh, livery on the car. But the big announcement out there is Alex Albon um, was out with appendicitis, and uh, Nick DeVries is going to jump in. Nick is a former F2 champ and a Formula E champ. So I don't know, if, wow. you know how many people really you know care about Formula E, but wow. um, but it's coming. Seven years that's been going on um, quite a lot. Um, of champions out of there. In HRA, uh, Greg Anderson won his 100th uh, Pro Stock uh, race. you got uh, Ron Caps, who is the defending champ, also won his 71st race in Funny Cars. He's the defending Funny Car champion. Anton Brown also won in Top Fuel, and Matt Smith in Motorcycles. Uh, and that was uh, Indianapolis, uh, the 16th of 22 uh, races in that championship. So a lot of stuff going on. But uh, I'm excited about watching the uh, Kansas Lottery 300 um, at Texas at, at Kansas Speedway um, today and tomorrow. Of course, the Hollywood Casino 400 at Kansas Speedway last night. Um, your winner, uh, the the number four um, and uh, Nemechek. Oh, uh, yeah, Nemechek uh, got that victory. So um, that was an elimination race. So he is advancing um, to the next round. I think the round of ten, ten cars. Um, left in that but uh really appreciate you coming out robert well, i mean you know well thanks for having me david i always have a good time with you and and uh this is another one of them <laughs> <laughs> well there you go well it's next, my 71st <laughs> the 71st appearance yeah. yeah and uh and in case you thanks for uh, thanks for coming out and uh dan of course i always appreciate you getting up early and uh thanks for uh you know with with all the popping all the cop drops so you could you could make it this morning but but as as I mentioned, mark your calendars now. October 29th um, is going to be the spooktacular um, at Hooters, and it's going to be a big car show. We're going to have a lot of neat things um, going on. But um, I can't believe that they uh, they let us take over. You know, I mean, we asked Reggie his permission, and um, Reggie's going to be helping us um, a little bit on that as well. And Steve Haydu, he's already getting those you know those spooky songs lined up, so we're going to be all ready. But uh, 
Stay tuned next weekend because we'll have a whole new New Mexico Motorsports Report here for you on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. Thank you for listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Your Wood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate, here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. Join us daily at nmmotorsportsreport.com and become part of the community. Tune in next week, where your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you're into it, we're into it.